okay. It can always be deleted, right? It can. <laughs> Good morning. Welcome to another episode of Alex and Don in the morning. We have a special episode, Church Lady Edition. Um, this is Anita. She's a was my own Sunday school teacher and is a lay speaker in the church um, and a lot of other stuff, community involvement a lot too. And Linda's here because everyone else was busy. <laughs> <laughs> no, she was also, she was my fifth grade teacher. Um, we did Habitat for Humanity together, which was always a lot of fun. Um, and obviously with both of those, the relationships we all developed was pretty awesome, I thought. Um, that was one thing that when I first got married, or when I was, yeah, I guess when I when I was dating my wife, one of the people, one of the groups I was really eager for her to meet was my church family because the amount of love and support that I always got from the community was always really awesome, and I thought it was funny because we I'd bring her here and I remember when. She, I introduced her to you. You were like, sorry, we did our best, you know. <laughs> and I'd meet all of her friends and family, and they're like, Carly's so great. And you know, sorry, well, you know, I'm sure, I mean, I was a good student, right? You were. You were in Sunday school. Yeah? That's good. You were delightfully fun. Yeah. Mm. I remember, I still remember parent teacher conferences. And. Uh, I remember being like, oh, I got good grades. I know I'm doing well in school. This should be fine. And I'm like at the book fair picking out books and stuff. And then all of a sudden my mom's coming out and she's all upset. I'm like, oh no, what happened? <laughs> what happened? And they're like, you don't get any of those? And I'm taking your Pokemon cards. Like apparently being disruptive in class is not a good thing. So. You always wore button down shirts. I know. I don't know. I was like, that's a good style to have. And they're always like floral prints and stuff, Hawaiian shirts. Yeah. yeah. You were, you were, we could find you in the room. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I just had to sit right next to the teacher's desk for some reason. Uh, so, Don and I talked a lot last week about, like, men's role in the church and stuff like that, and we thought it'd be cool if, just to talk about, not men's roles, but, like, the relationship between men, you know, the Christian bond, and uh, do you guys have, like, insights? Is that different for women? Like, what do... Do women have a certain thing that they need from other Christian women in the church? I think they support each other. I'm sure. And, you know, when your children are young, it's wonderful to have an older lady in the church to talk to and ask questions about and, and say, you know, it's okay that your child's wiggly because if they don't move, their, their joints ache. <laughs> yeah, that's that's a good point. I, that's about the most of the questions I always ask Don is just like, what do you want to do with what kids do this, what happens? Kids do this, what happens? And he's like, you know, I'm not really suited for those. Like afterwards, he's like, I'm not really, you know, maybe something you should ask somebody else. And it's like, okay. And so I go to the my mom or the other church ladies and it's like, I don't know. And they're like, that's fine. That's fine. Yeah, that's, that's, that's very normal. Yeah. So I always thought that was interesting how the women in the church were the first people to be like, that don't worry about that because a lot of time you get embarrassed by the way your kid is acting or that they're screaming or that they're you know dropping a whole box of M&Ms down <laughs> in between the pews and it rattles down to the very front and makes all sorts of noise but 
I think too it's a lot easier when you're older as a grandma looking at the kids because you don't think that people are judging you. Sure. You know, as um as a mother, you think, well, they think I'm a bad parent. Mm-hmm. But as a grandparent, it's just lovely. Hmm. <laughs> because you see those things, you say, oh, I remember that. <laughs> I'm feeling embarrassed. But it's it's easier being a grandmother because sure. you look at the little kids, you see they're typical. It's not, and you don't judge the parents. Right. Yeah, that's pretty cool. I know that uh, Jonathan did the lay speaking last Sunday, and I still remember when the first time I did it as a young kid, and uh, I think it was Lauren actually who was like, yeah, you did a really good job. You have a good speaking voice, and I don't know if that's actually true or if I actually did a good job, but it sure <laughs> felt good to have the encouragement, you know, so I'm sure you're probably pretty proud of that. I am. Yeah. And of you. <laughs> well, yeah, right. I saw you in your younger days. Yeah. <laughs> Back in the praise band days. That was fun. Something uh, about the Washington football field. Too. Okay. <laughs> yeah, well, we all make mistakes. You had fun, though. Oh, I always had fun. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I was talking about being embarrassed of your children. I'm sure my mom, if she was here, that would that be something. Hilarious. Well, because he wasn't your child. Well, yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah, my mom used to say that like some of her friends at work or something like that, they'd be like, "Yeah, this. Guess what my son did today?" And they're trying to like one up each other because it's just almost comical how poorly behaved we were sometimes, and when we make our own choices. But we're learning. I don't do that stuff anymore. I do think it's a, a brain developmental thing. Oh, sure. Because at that age, you're. I mean, I remember you in Sunday school at that age, and I just absolutely loved you because the questions and, and you kept the discussions going, you know, so that didn't bother me mm-hmm. that I wasn't your mother. It might have if I were your mother, but I don't know. Yeah, well, maybe. I, I know that the questions I have now are so much different than the questions I had back then. Yeah. I feel like I barely remember any of that, but I know I have the knowledge of most of it now, even though I don't really remember a lot of the time in Sunday school opposed uh, except for like the birthday cakes we always got that was always a lot of fun um how are um what are some of the things that like church ladies is that a bad term no no I feel like it's endearing like it's yeah these are my church ladies it's fun of course there's no like the church men I don't think that ever gets said does it church boys I don't think so Oh, it sounds like a, a band that's put on plays by the church ladies. That's a little wild sometimes. <clears throat> Those aren't my church ladies. Oh, I see. <laughs> well, I mean, church ladies are pretty wild, I think. Uh, so, like, how, what are some of the things that like the church ladies do that maybe the, the men aren't? So, I guess something that I've noticed is that whenever there's some a need needing to be filled, especially in our church, it's always the first people to it are the church ladies and it gets done like the amount of community service that done that's done is generally done by the church ladies or maybe that's just a generational thing i know well i think i think women are more intuitive to people's needs sometimes because men's are men's men are just too busy functioning in life and supporting families and women happen to see the needs because they know when they were needed Mm -hmm. I, I agree with that. I'm like, I'm doing the time to do it. Yeah. Like, I'm doing this thing, but I don't, you know, it keeps me from looking at some of the other stuff. 
And your mother's really good at seeing those needs, so you would be more aware of that than a lot of men. Mm -hmm. I'm, when you were teaching, did you see a lot of those needs from the kids? Like, was it easy to see from the kids? In your class, in yeah. classroom? Yeah, definitely. Mm -hmm. Are there a lot of... In, are there a lot of them like that? Is there, is there any kind of like generalizations you can make as far as like the home that like can you tell look at a kid and see some issues that, and you're like I know that their home is kind of like this or this is a need in their home something that like you Sometimes, couldn't fix you could yeah. also tell from a large family that that made a difference there would be a child somewhere in the middle that <laughs> was quieter than everybody else and just needed a little encouragement yeah I like some of those like things you see on like Facebook like I know my wife sent me one of like the kids there's so it's like the three boys in the family it's like the oldest one and they're like trying to get him to dance and the oldest one is like yeah, yeah okay I'll dance oh yeah that's fine and then the second one's like drinking a glass of milk up against the wall he's like <laughs> no and just like slowly shuffles off and then the third one is just like yeah <laughs> I was so I, those cracked me up um do you want a fun question all right. That's like a would you rather. Would you rather take an hour-long nap or have someone weed your entire garden? Have someone weed my garden. Absolutely. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> uh, this is one of my favorite would you rathers is, would you rather have to fight a chicken every time you got into your car or fight a monkey once a year but you get a sword? Monkey, I... I, I... I'm scared to death of chickens. Oh, you are. <laughs> I, I would not get in the car again if a chicken invented. Is it because you're like too low to the ground? They're going to get closer to you. It, it was my grandmother. <laughs> oh. Chickens. She was afraid of chickens, but that was her job. You know, that was the only thing she had in this big chicken house. Mm -hmm. So she would go to the far end to let them open the door and then go to the other end and knock and bang on things so that they would go out. But she didn't have to be there when they came out. And I will never forget that. And huh. I was scared to death of chickens, too. So. That's funny, because like Anita's like, uh, she's, yeah, yeah, exactly, like, <laughs> they're chickens, right? Well, the roosters are oh, yeah. very mean. Mm -hmm. But every day, I wouldn't want to fight a rooster. No, probably not. I mean, but you'd probably get good at it, right? I'm not kidding you. I When I had my upstairs, then there was another person living up there. Mm -hmm. He was so afraid of the rooster, he would take a, take something that he could hit it with every time he walked to the car because they were free range. Mm -hmm. I mean, he was that afraid of that rooster. He was one mean guy. I mean, we always had a rooster stick. My yeah. mom, she's like, this is the rooster stick. Because, yeah, she'd yeah. walk in there, and then finally she's like, nah. And then they we had just, chicken they, that night. They just don't think. They just no. go all over. And it's mm -hmm. like, no, go in a line or do something. I want to know. I want to be able to predict what you're going to do. But yeah. You ever tossed a mouse in there? I don't do oh my either. Oh, goodness. <laughs> I caught I one outside. I would the whole mouse trap away before oh, I would take the goodness. mouse out. It's, it's weird. You slow, you watch those things. They're just like these dumb birds. And then they just turn into like dinosaurs, like ferocious animals. They're like attacking each other trying to eat this mouse and they do and you're just like that is not just like pecking at corn being nice cute chickens but then they just turned into just savage beasts it's crazy i would fight the monkey but i i couldn't carry the sword i'd probably end up actually maybe injuring my leg oh or yeah <laughs> that's a good point i would never thought never thought about that 
yeah, you probably, probably end up injuring yourself, and then now all of a sudden, now the monkey's got the sword. <laughs> and, then everyone, and then you're like, oh, this is the wrong choice. I want the chickens. I need the chickens to help. Um, so I, I should say that like, there's a lot of other church ladies that couldn't be here because of other stuff going on, but the community here of church ladies is, is, is really awesome. Um, I know that I have like different things I associate with each person, and probably 50% of it is just food. Uh, that might be a boy thing. Well, you know, something that impresses me, when there's a dinner, all the women just naturally help. But her husband helps a lot, too, in the kitchen. Mm-hmm. Well, after Bible school, he came in and washed dishes, but I think it's because he wanted us out because he was going to clean the church when we left. Ah. So he was rushing us along. But I'm amazed at the men that come in and help wash yeah. dishes. Yeah. Yeah, it's pretty awesome. I'm, I know Rob does that, too, my stepdad. Yeah. And they kind of take turns doing different baking, cooking, stuff like that. So I remember, like, there's, like, a, the seven-layer bars that my mom does, and there was, like, one time where they were made, and we're like, wow, you did a really good job on this, Mom. This one's the best. She's like, well, actually, Rob made that one. And we're like, whoa, what did he do? I'm like, he's like, well, I didn't cook them as long because it says not to cook them as long. And Mom's like, yeah, I usually like to kind of burn them and crisp them up a little. I'm like, oh, yeah, well, maybe, maybe let Rob do that next time. Okay. But she's a good cook. I shouldn't try to, like, insult her about that. She's a very good cook. Yeah, I know one time I told my mom that, oh, who was it? I think it was Kathy Brenning. I was like, she makes the best cinnamon rolls. And I came to church the next morning, and uh, Liz met me outside, and she's like, Alex, you can't tell your mother she someone else makes the best cinnamon rolls. She literally made cinnamon rolls this morning for church. I'm like, oh, oops. <laughs> um. What are some of the best ways to serve other Christians in the community? I know that's a tough question because it's like, what's the solution to that? But I think first they have to know you care, or serving them isn't going to do any good. Sure. When they have needs, if they don't tell you, you see them, go ahead and help them. Mm-hmm. Sometimes they ask, sometimes they don't ask. I mean, do you see, uh, do you know any ways that, like, you can find those needs without, without, because a lot of people are very hesitant towards it, you know, we, a lot of people say, you know, how can I help, you have a need, how can I help, and they're like, no, I'm okay, but you know that they're, you know that you could do something for them, is there a way to, like, get it out of them? I used to be able to see it from the kids that I would have in class, mm-hmm. not that they ever said it, but you would just see the need. Yeah. For some things, but otherwise, I don't have any ideas on. That's okay. I've asked that question. Sensitive. Sure. Well, if you know they don't have a car, you can take them on. Right. Okay, I'm going to the grocery store. You need to go. Yeah. You need to be getting. Mm-hmm. I was I was talking kind of like the emotional aspect of it because yeah, that's something that I don't have any clue for it. You know, I find that a very seldom ask personal questions of people right. um, but if you do spend any time with them like taking them on errands they're going to talk to you mm-hmm. and you end up eventually figuring out their needs sure we'll get them trapped first in a car with you no <laughs> you make friends with them yeah. who's going to talk to a stranger sure good point that's a good point um 
uh, speaking of like the relationship between other women in the church, I think I already did that one. Um, two more questions. Um, spanking, yes or no? In my generation, I spanked my kids, but I never hurt them. My yeah. mother used to say, oh, she taps them on the leg. What good does that do? But he got the message. Mm -hmm. uh, and there is a difference between spanking and beating. Oh, yeah. I probably swatted for the bottoms when That's they were young. But, uh, <clears throat> yeah. Probably the school teacher and both of us knew that you can't. Oh, yeah. yeah. Can't do that. Although, when I first taught here in Westchester, um, I was given a, a board by the custodian. He said, you're going to need this. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> and it had a bent over nail in it. I mean, it was pounded <laughs> down in. <laughs> It's like Howard. I <laughs> what is? So you just hang that up, and they'll be scared. Oh my, that's awesome. Oh, it's like a no trespassing sign, but it's just. A... I remember one of my bat brothers were paddled with a paddle by the vice principal. Oof. Things have changed. Yeah, there was paddling going on when yeah. I taught here. Did you guys ever need the paddle when you were in school? No, I, once I got sent out in the hall and I was devastated. I, mean, I got put out in the hall for 10 minutes. Devastated. I, I was a good child. I wouldn't have needed Yeah, I mean, that makes sense. Knowing you, that makes sense yeah. how that would be the proper punishment. I feel like maybe you... Nope, I shouldn't say that. <laughs> I was I, always good at covering it up or <laughs> looking like somebody else did it. Yep, I pick up on that. That makes sense. Uh-huh. I, I always thought I was good at that. I always thought I was really good at like making my mom think that everything was okay. You know, I was an only child. There was nothing oh. I did wrong. Oh, that makes sense. Yeah. Mm. I remember one time my daughter pushing my son down the stairs, and she says, "Why well, didn't mean to?" I said, "You did. Mm -hmm. I saw you." Well, I didn't think you'd get hurt. I didn't think it would end up the way it did. <laughs> yeah. That's I mean. <laughs> I, I remember always being very good at getting out of stuff with my mom, but my sister was not. And uh, she she still like is like that was you know, that was ridiculous. My mom was like, I don't remember. I was too tired. <laughs> you might have caught me at a bad time because I mean, we were we were pretty brutal to each other. I don't know. We were we had to have like a babysitter up and like through middle school just to be home while we were there to keep. <laughs> I asked her. She's like. Why, you know, we had a babysitter. We asked the babysitter. And she's like, well, yeah, you guys were horrible to each other. But <laughs> I don't know if that's just how we were brought up or what that was. But obviously, we have a great relationship now. So that's what's nice about growing up. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah. Get a good friend out of it. The whole, yeah, the whole, the, and the whole spanking thing, I think, is interesting because there's there's a lot of people that still think there's it should be done a little bit. You know, when the when when the situation is proper for it, which I was, someone told me like, you know, if they're putting themselves or somebody else in danger and that thing can't happen again, then that might be a reason. But as far as just like corrective, there's way better. And my wife is a elementary teacher, so um, she's against it. And at first I was like, this, this kid is gonna need some spankings, but then you just see her techniques or 
because uh, she's also got like a master's for childhood psychology and stuff and she's you, you see that yeah. change and also sometimes when he's being bad you know sometimes they would send like you know you'd send that kid that's being bad to the dad for punishment mm-hmm. where I send him to her and she's and she doesn't bother she corrects that's something crazy. I figured out when my son was like three years old his dad could go in and my son said you can spank me all you want it doesn't make a difference it doesn't hurt and about that time in my life, I read this thing that said, children, especially boys, don't want to lose face. So the father can leave, and he says, Mom, you go in. The child really wants to do what the father has told him, but he would lose face. Hmm. So if the mother goes in and says the exact same thing, he does it quickly. And, it, and you can reverse those roles. Sure. I mean, it could be the other way around. I could have been the one in there first. Yeah. And he, I could come out and say, would you go in? He doesn't, he won't do it for me. I know he wants to do it. Interesting. Hmm. I, that's interesting because, yeah, it could definitely be reversed because I remember going up to, down to Florida to my grandma and grandpa's house down there, and my sister and I would not stay in bed. We kept creeping out of bed. So my mom came in and, and she spanked both of us. And I remember being like, oh man, we're in trouble. But then I heard my sister just laughing as she's getting <laughs> spanked, just laughing hysterically. And that made my grandma and grandpa, you know, they're like, you're not, like you said, that's just a tap. And then so the next time they, like the third time, like I think we got spanked three times that night, just kept coming back out. Cause they're like, eh, we don't care. It's just, just, you know, whatever. And then grandpa came in and, and then we stayed in our beds. Yeah. Mm-hmm. See, you didn't lose face that way. That's true. Mm-hmm. All right, what's wrong with men in church these days? Not enough of them. That's, I mean, that's, and I actually like, looked up a statistic on this that that is what it's been for a long time, is like the ratio of, like, what do they call it, unchurched, unchurched men and unchurched women, like the ratio of that, I mean, it's it pretty disparaging for men in the church but it's really um it's evened out i've noticed in our sunday school classes about half and half now because hmm. we have some widows and sure and was that just like for a long time just men didn't want to be in the church or i think they were too busy making a living Oh, that could be, and that was the one day to kind of, yeah, I could see that. So Especially in this rural community, I mean, they're doing chores and stuff all the time. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of have to have a setup with your, you know, I know that was always important for my family, because, you know, we go to church every Sunday. This, this is, you know, I mean, really, you know, you spend all day working, you spend all day at school when you're kids that's all good we all need that so that we can learn so we can provide in a greater way for each other but when it comes down to you know your own personal salvation it's hard to give up on that Sunday you know especially for little boys you know if they don't see their dad going to school or going to going to church I, that's one thing I was like that Charlie picks up on every little example I have and isn't that awful? And the bad ones. You see him doing it up bad. Oh, yeah. He's like, I wonder where he got that from. And my wife's like, really? 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 I've heard you say those exact four cuss words in a row. And uh, that's clearly where that's coming from. 
That's crazy. Yeah, so I've I've gotten better. I hope. <laughs> Lucy doesn't say it in church anymore. <laughs> <laughs> he used to do it every time someone gave him a fist bump. So like I had to like shield people from that. Like why he associated those things together, I don't know, but. Yeah. And, and you, I mean, you could only even say it once and they would pick it up. Oh, yeah. Uh -huh. <laughs> well, if you say it once and then you're like, yeah. now, that daddy said that, but you shouldn't ever say that again. <laughs> you just see the little wheels turning in his mm -hmm. head and he's like, oh, <laughs> Ooh, uh, lock that one away. I'll save that for later when we're yeah. in church. All right. <laughs> I think someone was saying, I think it was, I think it was Terry that was saying one time about how, I don't remember who it, who it was. Uh, I think it was Jeff Cuddy back. She told a story how one time that he was being unruly in church, and so mom picks him up, but he's like, "Don't beat me, mom! Don't beat me!" And she's like, "But, but she probably had never beaten him." But why would he say that? Just a little—they're going to be kind of manipulative that way, right? Do they ever grow out of that? Have you? <laughs> That's a good to answer that hmm. I, I felt like for a while I was like trying to consciously stop doing that because I was so used to you know doing that to get my way but now it's yeah it's yeah I think so yeah that's good that's good to know okay well I think that's all the questions I have thanks for helping and filling in and uh, showing this kind of cool relationship that we all have here and if anyone wants to come to uh, join our family, uh, 1045 Sundays, and uh, yeah, we hope to see you guys all there. Thank you. Thank you.